This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcasts and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Welcome to Garnet in Black Unwritten, where we talk everything about USC's student-run magazine, pop culture, and college life. It's not scripted, it's unwritten. I'm Zane Heinlein, here with my co-host, Faith Fulmer. Today we will be providing um, an update on the production of the Fall 23 print issue of the magazine, discussing Band Book Week, and also, during in the spooky season, we will be revealing some of our best and worst Halloween looks over the years. So let's go ahead and dive into our media of the week. I look forward to this every week. I, I love thinking of Me the too. random stuff I yes. want to talk about. Because sometimes I don't even have a new media of the week. So it's like I'm going to do a little I'm gonna do a little callback to something that I was enjoying like three weeks ago. So let's dive into it. I'll, I'll go first. So my media of the week, I have two things I want to talk about. So I started rewatching Orange is the New Black. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, I, so I watched Orange is the New Black when I was like way too young but because everybody did right (laughs) yeah that's so good i remember one of my best friends um she was watching it like when we were like in seventh grade and i was like what are you watching like this prison show and she was like it's orange is the new black i love it so much so i started watching it when my dad got netflix um i was definitely way too young to be watching it but i didn't watch past like season three i don't really know why but i just it just fell off for me not like the show was bad but i have actually heard that Orange is the New Black is one of like the rare shows that gets better with each season. Mm. So I'm looking forward to actually watching the show fully being able to understand what everything means. Well, not everything, but like some of the themes of the show are really like dark and like kind of twisted. So of course it takes place in a prison. So I'm looking forward to maybe being a, a little bit more media literate. No, it's always fun revisiting the shows that you, you like, watched, like, maybe, like, ten, five, six years ago or Mm -hmm. something. Um, That's definitely how I feel about American Horror Story. Like, I watched that show way, way too young. But now it's still coming out, and I'm able to watch the episodes. The new season just came out with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Excuse me. What do you think of her acting abilities? I don't know. The thing is, like, she's actually, I actually like her in the show, which is, never thought I'd say that, like, ever. Like, I've never watched, um keeping up with the kardashians and i'm a like a long time american horror story fan yeah the show has its issues mm-hmm. the most recent seasons haven't been the best um but i my hot take i guess there's maybe i think there's like two episodes out already i've watched <laughs> both of them twice already so i like kim kardashian more than i like emma roberts in the show really and emma roberts is like the main character i like I love Emma Roberts, not like as a person, but just because she was in one of my favorite movies as a child, which which is Aquamarine. She was in that movie? Yes, she was. She played Claire in it. I've probably seen that movie at least 10 million times. Nice. So I love Emma Roberts only for the pure nostalgic reasons. I got you. Um, Oh, I also love her in Scream Queens, of course. Ryan Murphy classic. 100%. (laughs) I think that's where my issue kind of lies with her, where Mm. I kind of like her in the more like mean girl roles yeah but that's I get, she but shines. i guess she can't she can't be she can't be playing the mean girl for forever you know yeah. like she's in a she's just like getting older like she wants more mature roles mm-hmm. but after seeing her in scream queens in american <coughs> horror story coven where she also played a mean girl i'm just like 
she just shines in those kind of roles, and I don't really she like. She really, really. I'm does. not the biggest. I mean, obviously, she's not like terrible in the show, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. I, I like honestly really like Kim Kardashian's character. She plays like Emma Roberts, uh-huh. um, kind of like publicist, and she's uh-huh. like this like New York like very like glam like. But is she just like emulating her mom? I, that's what I heard. I think that's honestly she's kind of like out. her manager, right? Or yeah, something like, like her publicist. Okay. Yes, because mm-hmm. Emma Roberts is like an actor actress in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually really like Kim Kardashian in the show, which what makes sense. I mean, hey, reality TV like there's some acting that goes into that, so I feel like it was really no surprise <laughs> that it was really no surprise that she was had some good characterization. Good, I'm glad to hear. I've oh. I I've, I've never watched. Okay, I have watched American Horror Story, but it was all we watched. Me and my best friend Eliza, we watched all of like the first season. Yes. Um, like in one random night. It's so good. And it was really good. It's so we good. just couldn't stop watching. And yeah. I wanted to get into the next season, but I just like I didn't. Um, mm. but but maybe when I'm done watching Orange Is the New Black, maybe I'll yeah. dive in. Maybe hey. I'll prepare. I have to prepare exactly. myself first because that's fair. It's that's a, fair. It's a it's a long show, but it's mm-hmm. like a new story each season. Yeah, so and that's one of my maybe favorite I parts. Can just pick it, like, yeah, pick it up somewhere. I'll give you. Yeah, I like how it's an anthology. I would recommend the third season, mm-hmm. Coven with all the witches. That's my favorite. Yeah, I rewatch that probably like every October. But I'm definitely gonna rewatch American Horror Story now that Halloween's around the corner, especially the first season too. Oh my god, the first yeah. season is crazy. I don't know if the rest of the show is like that, but it was no, insane. it's crazy. I've also been watching the Morning Show on Apple TV. It's oh. about Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. Steve Carell. Um, I think a new season just came out. Mm. My mom was telling me to watch it. Um, but it's about like a whole like all that kind of like TV journalism side of putting mm-hmm. together a morning news show, and it's really fun watching it. Yeah, we're having worked in t- at TV stations. Yeah, and stuff. of course. But yeah. especially like I want to go, I want to be a producer, and like mm-hmm. seeing all the producers in the show what they do, I'm like, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know, and, it's so fun you know, seeing that kind of stuff. I want to be in prison, so mm-hmm. I'm. Watching <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching Orange Is the New Black, so I can just like prepare myself for prison. You were too quick with that one. Did you have that like lined up? That was no. That's funny. Um, I I don't want to be in prison. I don't actually. Yeah. (laughs) I take all of that back. But it's still really interesting because totally. I I I don't know this like definitely, but I I'm pretty sure like one of the producers of the show like the her life or her experience in prison was based off like Piper's story. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. I may be lying, Mm. but um. So I feel like a lot of it is really like. Of course, it's exaggerated because it's a TV show, but a yeah. lot of it is based in what it's really like inside women's prisons. Crazy. So it's really interesting. Yeah. And it's just so, like, heartwarming. Like, like the show is not heartwarming itself, but it's still heartwarming. Warming? Heartwarming. Warm. <laughs> heartwarming to see, like, some of the some of you know the the characters relationships and how they really form these bonds inside there was like uh there a line that was like it's like a fishbowl in there which Mm. it really is i mean all they their only access to the outside world is through calls and through visitations like their life is not at all the same anymore and i think that's really interesting because a lot of the a lot of the women in there they did really bad things and a lot of them just made a poor decision so it's like it's really crazy it's really crazy. The prison yeah. system is insane. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that show has, like, a, a really good theme song, though. That oh Regina Spector song. I you got love time. that song. I listen to that sometimes just in the car. Girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess speaking about the theme song, I don't really have any really <coughs> artists or albums that I've been listening to recently. I've just kind of been on this, like, podcast TV kind of grind. I've been on that podcast grind, too. Yeah. I have. I've just been listening to the same stuff I always listen to. Mm. 
I, I was listening to some Emma Chamberlain. I, I know she's kind of like people don't like her, but mm-hmm. I honestly really love her podcast. Yeah. I love it. I love how it's kind of a vodcast, her just like mm-hmm. laying in bed talking. Yeah, that's how um, I feel about Just Trish. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people don't like her, but I still listen to the podcast. This is like, sometimes you just need something to it's fill your nice. ears. Literally. And I really, um, Emma Chamberlain, like, I like how she's she's kind of around our age. Like, yeah. she kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. The most recent episode I listened to was she was talking about depression versus burnout and kind of what that means and how that looks in people's lives. Mm. And I thought it was really interesting that because really interesting. So, like, I'm at this point now, like, semester is kind of picking up where I'm like stressed out, like a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff, different stuff going on where I'm like, yeah. how can I, how can I maturely place these feelings and totally. accurately move forward to mm-hmm. like heal myself, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, I know we got a little bit of some et cetera today. Yeah, so yeah. we have some random stuff that we just want to mention. Um, do you want to go first? No, you take it away. I'm okay, excited for so yours. <laughs> I have, like, a YouTuber of the week, I guess. Yes, so, YouTuber of the week. Um, so if anyone knows who Weston Corey is, um, he is a part of a two-person uh, group. It's him and his sister, Kaylin. Um, they're, it's called Sinjin Drowning. Um, huh. They're mainly gaming and vlogs. Yes. Sinjin Drowning, that is named after the fact that there is a scene in the show Victorious where what? Sinjin drowns in a kiddie pool. And it's named after that. Is it the? Other? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, he is just such a character. Like they're yeah. both characters, but Weston is particularly Subscribe. a little bit crazy. Uh huh. Um, crazy in a good way. Nice. So if you've seen, um, you may know him from. There's some clips on TikTok that have gone viral where they're playing Movie Star Planet. Oh my gosh. And um, he uh, he makes a character that's based off of. <laughs> This oh, is such a weird niche no, reference, I love it, but I love it. that's based off of. You know who Zoella is? Yeah, of course. It's based off of her daughter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it's like an Zola. all white baby named Ottilie Days. <laughs> like everything is white. That would make and, you laugh. And there's a clip where someone asks, like, how old are you? And he yeah. says, I'm one. <laughs> and that has just gone, like, what? viral. I don't know why. Oh, he's God. just a really, he's a really crazy person, but. Oh, no, I just subscribed. I'll watch one of their videos. Me, yes, please, please subscribe. They, I think they just hit 700K the other day. Nice. Weston, he he used to be like a You Now boy. Like, do you know who you, what You oh Now is? Oh my gosh. Is? It was he used to live stream all the time. Yeah, when he was like 13 years old. So he like grew up on the internet. And um, I. It, so it's two of my best friend's birthdays really soon, my yeah. two Libra queens. Um, <laughs> so it yeah. was uh, my best friend Eliza and my other best friend Sam, nice. and we all watched Sinjin's Drowning. So it's like I need to like get a cameo or something yeah. because he offers he offers uh, cameos. That's so I requested awesome. one, and I just want to play it just to give you an idea of what this what yeah. he's like. And this is for your friend. Yeah, nice. it, but he mentions like my name in it, so oh, it's like I feel that's special. That's awesome. Okay. Ready? Are we ready? Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, one second. So I want to say, like, what I requested first. I said, freestyle a happy birthday song for my girls and dox them. Because this is a thing that he does. Like, when he's playing Roblox, whenever he, like, gets angry, he says, I'm going to dox you. I know where you live, like, as a joke. <laughs> yeah. So I said, please dox them, you know, because let me just see if I can play this. Okay, one second. It's about a minute long. Okay. Happy freaking birthday, Eliza. Happy freaking birthday to Sam. <gasps> Eliza and Sam, happy freaking birthday from me and Faith to you too. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Eliza and Freaky Sam. Hope you guys love that song. Oh my God. Me and Faith are writing it all freaking night for you. And Eliza, Sam, I don't know if you guys are twins or if you guys are just like friends with similar birthdays, but happy freaking birthday, Eliza and Sam. I hope you girls are having the best freaking time of all freaking life. Go get some Starbucks today. Go get some Froyo. Go play some Roblox TDI and help each other win and have the best freaking birthday of all time. And I'm going to make sure you guys, have, you guys have the best birthday of all time because I found your address, girls. I found your <laughs> name. I found your address and I'm going to freaking dox you. So have fun in Columbia, South Carolina, Eliza and Sam. I got my eyes out for you and I'll be there at your freaking house tonight. So have the best day of all time. Happy freaking birthday from me and Faith to you, Eliza and Sam. Live the freak out. Thank you for watching Sinjin and keep your eyes peeled because I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm there. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that long. How much you pay for that, Faith? <laughs> I paid a hundred dollars oh for gosh. it. <laughs> Our poor producer us like yelling in the mic right now. Um, that's insane. Um, happy best birthday gift ever. Birthday? I didn't expect that at all, but I'm so happy that you played that for me. Um, your welcome. friends are gonna love you. I. They do love me. They do yeah, love me. That's amazing. Um. That's I'm speechless. So like, if you like what you heard, <laughs> go watch Sinjin Drowning. Like sixty, hundred so percent of my humor comes from them. So. Oh my gosh. I love them a lot, and thank you, Weston. Shout out if you're listening. <laughs> if shout you're out. Listening. All right, so. So Faith, give us an update on the magazine. Yeah, Where are we so, looking at right now? Um, they're currently sending to print right now. So, um. Uh, we've got a lot of really cool stuff. I saw a bit of a preview the other day, which is really exciting. Um, so we've got some really cool like style shoots um, that are um, going to be in the magazine this semester, which is really cool. Nice. Because I think there's a lot to work with with the theme. Totally. It's like we can definitely like like play on people's strengths and their interests and stuff. I think there's one that's like a letter to girlhood. There's one that's like emerging from the veil and it's got a bunch of really cool veil. I don't mean to like reveal anything. I'm just giving a little sneak peek. Um, mm. But yes, yes. one I definitely want to give a cool shout out to. Cool shout out? A shout out to. Um, <laughs> Can you give an uncool shout out? I guess I could. <laughs> is the um, at its core um, style shoot that, okay, um, nice. that our editor-in-chief, Huey, she kind of headed, spearheaded the project. Mm -hmm. um, she's, like, creative directing it. She is, she did the style style stuff for it. Style stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I That doesn't sound very professional. I apologize. But, um, uh, which I think is really cool. And we've got some new team members from Multimedia that are Yay. working on a video for it. So exciting. So definitely keep your eyes peeled um, to... Um, Garnet and Black's YouTube channel is just Garnet and Black magazine. Um, we also are going to have a video posted there soon that is another off your chest. So yes, we yes. had, we ha this is kind of off topic, but we had, um, we went out into the public again. Into um, the public. Into the public uh, <laughs> on USC's campus. We got students to write down secrets or hot takes or whatever they just wanted to put down, um, and everything was anonymous. And then we got other people to, um, other random people on the street, including Zane. Yes, <laughs> Zane I is was a there. random person on the street. I love being a random person. Um, so, um, and we got them to like read them out loud and like give them a little reaction. So definitely keep keep your eyes posted. Yay! Um, so excited. It's really really exciting. We finally have some video stuff. Um, coming to the YouTube channel, which is definitely awesome. We're always so awesome. we're always working on stuff, but sometimes it just doesn't. It doesn't. Um, how should I word this? Like, it doesn't come as quickly as we, I'd hope it would. Mm -hmm. Especially considering I was like deathly ill last week. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. 
yeah there's always stuff going on um so the magazine it should be on stands october 16th so definitely watch out for it it's gonna be amazing um pick up your copy not today but soon <laughs> yes um and hopefully we will have some other people from the magazine coming on to um the podcast in the next couple of weeks so definitely watch out for that as well and it's just gonna be so fun yeah that's perfect yeah. i was looking at the the document of the magazine in our mm-hmm. slack channel and it's so cool seeing <coughs> i guess each edition and how their aesthetics differ depending on yeah. like who the editor-in-chief mm-hmm. is and that kind of like management team totally um especially like from last year like uh-huh. i guess comparing it to even the spring semester mm-hmm. i just it's it's just so funny because i feel like the way the magazine looks now is exactly how i would think it would look like with yeah. our current like EIC and like the team like it just makes so much I, sense with yeah. their personalities and their own like even just the way they dress like I feel it it even totally. reflects in the way the magazine mm-hmm. looks especially in the cover too yeah and I love all the little touches like I feel like they've really like personalized the magazine this semester it's yeah. very like it's very like of the current times which yes. I really really like oh yeah amazing mm-hmm. but yeah and then yeah that'll be on stands october 16th Yay! so very exciting i feel like yes. it's already already came so fast yeah it, it has came fast so moving on i think this was very a very funny like pop culture thing that happened <laughs> so the best part about the first week of october is mm-hmm. we got october 3rd october we got mean 3rd. girls day and Silly Paramount posted the entire Mean Girls movie on TikTok. Why? Because, I don't know. I didn't even it know that this so happened. It was so funny. Mean Girls is one of my favorite <gasps> movies of all time. Y'all go in my letterbox right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, I love Mean Girls. Um, but I think it was so funny because it was like, like just so many different. Because TikTok, you only can post <laughs> what, like a three-minute video now or something? Yeah. So it was like hundreds or whatever of just Mean Girls clips from Paramount and it's funny because it wasn't even like they didn't even change the aspect ratio or whatever so it's like <laughs> so it's literally just like the black bars and then the horizontal Mean Girls and then it'll be like Mean Girls part like 23 and it's like the official Paramount serious? account yeah it's, it's like crazy I'm, I'm, yeah, I just think it's very very funny that is crazy right? is it like playing off all those like movie channels on tiktok well yeah because you know all those like really weird accounts that'll do that exact same thing but that's like definitely illegal like you can't yeah. like you can't like do that i'm gonna see if i could, i I'm, I'm curious to see if they deleted them i gotta know if it was just like a yesterday thing or what okay huh <coughs> no it looks like they're gone yeah, so I think it must have just been like a yesterday thing. Maybe you just imagined this. Or maybe I just imagined <laughs> it. Maybe I just imagined it. Maybe. Um, All right. So, happy October 3rd to those who celebrate. Happy October. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, switching gears a little bit into kind of a more a more serious topic, mm-hmm. I would say. So, with the first week of October, it's also Mean Girls Day, but it is also Banned Books Week by the American Library Association. Hmm. So, I feel like, Faith, you could, you've probably heard a lot about this by far, just about the issue of book bannings just yeah, like happening definitely. across the country in schools mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and just to localize it a little bit, there is a school district right now in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's Lexington Richland Five, and mm. they are they met earlier this week to discuss banning a certain book called A Court of Mist and Fury. It is a like fantasy fiction novel, mm. and um, the school district is kind of saying how the, during the meeting where they're evaluating it, this is and this is all according to um, the reporting at Watchbox Fifty Seven. Mm. Um, they pretty much were saying that the book isn't appropriate, and it 
they're trying to remove it from the shelves across the high schools pretty much in the area. And what is it that is inappropriate? Pretty much all I could really find out is that they were just using this kind of blanket term of inappropriate. Um, I'm not super familiar with the book, and I've never heard it before. That's um, crazy. I think it might be part of a... Yeah, I definitely heard it, like, have heard of it. I haven't read it. It's. I didn't know that it was, like, being targeted like this. Yeah. I actually grew up in Lexington, Richland 5. Um, really? Yeah, and um, on other news, um, and in my hometown of Chapin, there was a story that went, like, viral last week or so about a teacher in uh, Chapin High School which is the the high school that my people in my family attend yeah so it's very very close to home and it's kind of a crazy story that this is happening in my hometown literally an hour from here Um, but there was a teacher at Chapin High School Uh, if you want to read more about this um, there's a article about it on the Washington Post in the Washington Post Um, she wanted to teach a lesson that was about um she wanted her students to read a book that was about what it's like growing up as black in america Mm. because if some some people know this but chapin is a very white town it's i um i didn't go to chapin high school um i went to a magnet school nearby but it was still the majority white there wasn't a Mm. lot of diversity like in our school um and I think it's really, really important for students to understand different perspectives of um, ones that they may not be super familiar with. And there, she had two students report her and mm-hmm. saying that it made them uncomfortable. And I think that is just insane that yeah, this I is agree. happening in our schools in South Carolina, in America, mm-hmm. like in my hometown. Exactly. Should producer, do you want to hop on? Yeah, sure. We're going to have our <laughs> producer, Ella, hop on. She knows more about the book that we were talking about that is under banning consideration in um, Lexington Richland 5. So take the mic. Yeah, sure. Hey, everyone. Um, That's really crazy. I never thought that that book... I mean, I know that this series, it's Sarah J. Mass, and it's part of the series called A Court of Thorns and Roses, which my friends love. I have so many people around me that really love the series. I've never personally read it. Um, I know that it's a lot of graphic, like, sexual types of Mm. inappropriate umness so i think that's probably what they're targeting Mm. but it's just really interesting because i mean i don't know if like colleen hoover's on the shelves in high schools but like there's so many books that touch on those types of things yeah that it and it's also the second one in that series it's a big series like probably like a five book series so it's like what is it about that specific book? Why are they targeting like that? Like, it's it's <laughs> fantasy, so I don't think that all of the characters are really, like, human. Like, does that have something to do with it? Like, why? Like, this mm-hmm. one, that's super interesting. It makes me wonder if maybe there was a student that was, like, reading it, and maybe their, like, mom caught wind of, like, mm-hmm. the, the I wonder how much of, like, the banned book sometimes comes back to, mm-hmm. like, just people reporting certain things yeah i mean like that was the whole situation with um in in chapin high school there was two students that for some reason were just very determined to report their teacher for making them feel anything happen did she have like repercussions yeah they basically said like you can't teach this lesson like okay i wasn't there was some story about some teacher with something very similar but the Mm -hmm. teacher got like fired or something she wasn't fired crazy which is great yeah she wasn't fired but that's still insane yeah it's insane Fan books, wild. Oh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I guess just talking more about that topic. So more often than not, the books that are being banned deal with um, issues of race and mm-hmm. also LGBTQ plus experiences. Um, so pretty much 
um, according to a investigation done by the Washington Post, mm. they kind of found that the primary reason that LGBTQ books are being involved in these mm-hmm. kind of book bannings is from the sexual content, mm. which again is such a like a there's it's such a gray area, you know, yeah. like, stuff like. Like, I feel like this issue of book banning is, it's never black and white. Exactly. Um, and it, but it also goes in the same grain of, the investigation goes on to say how many are also explicit in their intent to prevent children from reading about LGBTQ people in their lives. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, I guess, like, from my experience when I'm trying to, when I'm seeing these stories, it's, I kind of take it from the perspective of people being like, like, where there's really never anything wrong with, it is, the content isn't pervert, like, there's nothing wrong with the content. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's parents. It's mostly, it's, yeah, like this issue of parents wanting, deeming this is wrong. Yeah. And trying to shield their kids from it, which is, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a, like a sensitive topic. There's a lot of like controversy like surrounding it right now. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you can't prevent your kids from being who they are. A hundred percent. And mm-hmm. even if a book is banned, they're, they're, they're going to find a way to read it, especially if the book mm-hmm. is dealing with issues that directly impact them. Yeah, and especially considering that the internet is out there. Yes. And even if you try to rest- restrict what your kid sees online, they're still going to see things that yeah. you don't want them to see. I mean, of course, there's always a... There's always... I think parents always have the right to um, make sure that their kids aren't accessing inappropriate content, but when it's restricting their ability to... to- their, yeah, like their perception their of the world yes. and and explore explore what the, the like explore the diversity of the world and not just keep them in a little bubble mm-hmm. i think that's wrong personally oh yeah mm-hmm. i i agree and i feel like the kind of poster child for book banning has been this book called gender queer which i read in my english class last mm-hmm. year and it's a graphic novel kind of focusing about somebody who i i don't want to get this wrong um, but I'm pretty sure it focuses on a character who is like non-binary or, mm-hmm. ge- or gender queer, essentially, yeah. like somebody who's not really identifying as neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. And the book was like there was nothing wrong about it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the I think the the biggest issue that and we even t- we even had like a class discussion about this. There's like one part of the book where um, the main character like takes and again I read this book like a a little bit ago, so mm-hmm. this could be could me not be super accurate but i'm pretty sure there's like one scene in the book and of course it's a graphic novel so everything is illustrated yeah where the main character takes like blades of grass and like puts it between their legs like using it as like a like emulating having like male like genitalia essentially and that kind of stuff and a lot of and that was one part of the book that a lot of Mm. people had issues with but regardless of that i feel like it's not even that it it was (laughs) but it wasn't even it wasn't proposed in a sexual matter you know yeah exactly yeah i think yeah there's a lot of people out there like in our current day and age that are taking like like any kind of topic about Mm -hmm. identity or gender or sexuality and flipping flip it like making it all like sexual which Mm -hmm. is that's that's not what that's not what the lgbt community is about like not everything is sexual like i i personally like am not someone that is lgbt but i do consider myself like an ally um and i think it's just it's very very sad what's going on in the in the current media and uh, banning books is not the way to go guys yeah, <laughs> like, I definitely, I agree. this is not 1984 yeah or no wait wrong book 1984 <laughs> i meant to say what's the other one Thank you. Wait, the, the George Orwell book? No. Fahrenheit 451. Fahrenheit. Is that mm. George Orwell? I don't no, know. I don't think it is. Sorry, guys. I'm being <laughs> ignorant right now. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but pretty much the theme for mm-hmm. banned books for this year is Let Freedom Read. Mm-hmm. And the Merrimack Public Library, it's a library up in New Hampshire, they kind of described the theme saying, when we ban books, we're closing off readers to people, places, and perspectives. Mm-hmm. But when we stand up for stories, we unleash the power that lies inside every book. We liberate the array of voices that need to be heard and the scenes that need to be seen. Mm. Let freedom read. I love that. I love that. And it's such an important topic. Totally. And definitely, I guess, in our positions as people who produce media, like Mm -hmm. I'm a journalism major, I'm like, we're storytellers, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like it's really, if they're going to ban books, like what, what, there's no telling of where this Mm -hmm. could go and how this could impact. even like my career or your, or your career like our yeah, career definitely. as everyone's to, lives everyone's lives mm-hmm. yeah exactly but again but definitely i guess what we what we've been saying that it is it's it's right it's scary yeah to know that this is happening and that it's it's going through like books are being mm-hmm. banned um and people's identities in return are being invalidated yeah totally you're you hit the nail on the head and speaking of scary. Speaking of scary things that are going on. I'm so sorry. I didn't know how else to. Um, no, that was fair. How else to, <laughs> to segue that. Yes. Um, but it is the it is the Halloween season almost. Um, it's spooky yeah. season. Spooky season. Um, so we wanted to talk about today um, some of our favorite Halloween costumes yeah. that we had growing up. Let's some problematic ones. Some problematic maybe? ones. <laughs> yeah, I saw your couple. note. That's um, oh, my gosh. I, how... how how are you ringing in the spooky season? Have you done anything that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I literally was... I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. Oh, my God. I went to Trader Joe's this weekend. the best time of my life. I, I got pumpkin ice cream. I got little baby pumpkins just to, like, set in my house. I got, I got a little pumpkin from Trader Joe's <laughs> the other day, too. I mean, it's like you have to, right? Yeah. Um, I got <laughs> pumpkin-shaped pasta. I'm excited. That's crazy. I'm going to make that tonight. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. But it's not pumpkin-flavored. I feel like that'd be gross. Oh, yeah. I think it's just, like, orange pasta. Um, I love love it. I had to stop myself from getting so many other things. Because if Mm. if the word pumpkin's in it, like, I need it. I just, I don't know. I'm a pumpkin. I love pumpkin stuff. But I feel like it's only good in October. Like, like Mm -hmm. the fact that makes it so special is that it is, like, an October fall thing. Because if you had it in the summer, like, it just wouldn't wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be a special. I don't love pumpkin-flavored things, unfortunately. It's really sad. That is so unfortunate. I know. Don't cry. It'll be okay. Um, <laughs> so I, but you know, I still like to partake in the pumpkin, pumpkin moment, pumpkin moment. The pumpkin moment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I got, I got like a pumpkin drink from Starbucks the other day. I only nice. took like half of it, unfortunately. <gasps> but for most people, I bet they would really, really like it. And I see that, but it's just not what, my favorite thing. Unfortunately, I'm so sad because I love autumn. I love fall. But I just don't love pumpkin flavored things. But I love pumpkin shaped things. Mm. I got um I got a pack of Reese's. I already got some Halloween candy. I got the Reese's that are shaped like ghost pumpkins, ghost pumpkins, and there's like another one. But they all look the same. They're just like blobs. But seasonal Reese's are the best because they're like they're like thicker than oh, regular Reese's. Yeah, like the pumpkin Reese's so cups. Yeah. Oh my god. I like it because there's more peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, there's more peanut butter. I'm, I'm there for the peanut butter. Yeah, you there's, know? there's more peanut butter and it's just better. Yeah, And it's shaped agree. like something weird. Um, I watched Practical Magic with mm. Sandra Bullock. I watched The Craft. I just, I have so many Halloween movies. I was yeah. watching Scream yesterday. 
Oh my god, that's I love so all fun. those movies, but yeah, I definitely want to take advantage of the spooky season um, yes. this year because I feel like I kind of slacked it last me, year. It brings me so much joy. I kind of slacked. I okay. didn't eat anything pumpkin flavored. I didn't um, watch any like Halloween movies. What? I know, hey. I know. It's just like what is wrong with you? I was just not <laughs> in the mood last year, but this year I'm definitely going yeah, to. That's fair. I'm gonna plan my Halloween costume because I didn't plan it last year. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I never plan it. It's always like a like a week before kind of thing. Yeah. So, so, oh, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so, Faith, what were some of your favorite Halloween costumes from so, when you were a little baby, little baby girl? I had some pretty iconic Halloween yeah. costumes when I was when I was younger. Um, one thing about me is I love cats. And yes. growing up, I was a black cat at least three times. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a common experience, mm-hmm. though. Like, I feel like a lot of people did that. Yeah, I have some really cute pictures of me Aww. when I was, like, three or four. I had, um, I was a black cat, and then I was a black cat again, <laughs> I think, nice. in middle school. Ooh, okay. And then I was a black cat again, like, in the last couple of years. Um, I just, it's just an easy costume. Yeah. Um. I also, I was definitely like a Disney darling when I was yes, little. Disney darling? I, I love Sharpay. Yeah. Like, I was a Sharpay girl from it's high school so musical. Real. So, I wore a blonde wig mm. when I was like, I don't even know how old I was. Um, and I was hi- her and an outfit from high school musical, too. Nice. It was a it was an iconic moment. Yeah, I was real. also Alex Russo from Wizards of Waverly Place one that's, year, that's and I had like a wand, crazy. and I was wearing the boots, and I was putting the, the my my wand in the boots. And anyway, that's but, awesome. Um, another really um, iconic person I dressed up as, but it's kind of like a busted costume. Yes. I dressed up as Katniss Everdeen when I was in middle that's school. Bomb. Yeah. I had my mom did like the braid for me. I had like iconic. a bow and arrow, yes. and I think I just wore like black jeans and like a red shirt or something nice. like that. Like I didn't have like the Hunger Games outfit, but I think you could tell that I was Katniss because I had the braid. The braid, I, I mean, the, the braid really arrow, sells it. Yeah. And I wore my big cool like black combat boots. So nice. I just. I, I need to do something iconic like that again, yeah. but well, I just don't know. I don't hard. know who I want to be. Yeah. What was, like, your favorite one? Or favorite Halloween costume you've ever had? Um, I mean, I don't really, like, remember it, but probably Sharpay was yeah, the I mean, most that's iconic, iconic one because I wore yeah. a blonde wig. That's amazing. And it was, it was just crazy. Okay. Um, what is your take on buying a Halloween costume versus making your own? Cause I always feel like making your own is always like the best way to go. Cause it's always like a, it's always so much more fun than getting like a spirit Halloween or like a thing from Target. You know, yeah. not like entirely making mm-hmm. it from your own, but like taking different stuff or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's it's I think it's more creative when people like make their own. Totally, especially like like um this is kind of like on the same vein, but like cosplayers that like make oh, their yeah. own costumes, totally. like not costumes. Is that the wrong word? But, like, make their own, like, outfits and wigs and stuff. I think that's really awesome and cool. And, um, I don't know. I usually, honestly, like, combine, like, mix and combine, like, stuff that I bought from, like, the Halloween store and, like, clothes I have from home. Yeah, Last year, I was a Dalmatian. Yes. And, like, a group costume. Nice. Um, And I, like, did the makeup. I did, like, the dog makeup. I, like, spots on my face. That's so fun. But I bought, like, the, like, Dalmatian stuff from, like, um party city or something yeah. like that but i but i like wore like an outfit that was like my own it was like black totally and, white. and it was Yay. so fun that is awesome so yeah um okay for on my side i guess my favorite halloween costume that i remember from growing mm-hmm. up i was a pirate 
Nice. Um, but I never wanted to wear the eye patch, so I like had my mom take like eyeliner and like draw an eye patch on my face. <laughs> but growing up, we used to have these like really bomb Halloween parties. <laughs> so like I grew up in Pennsylvania, like in the like farm area type of stuff. Oh so we, we had like a yes. we had like a massive backyard, uh-huh. and we would have these like. My, family, my parents would throw these like massive Halloween parties and mm-hmm. we would invite like everyone from like my kindergarten class and we'd, we'd, like, so we, we made like a haunted house one year like in our backyard it was so fun I have like such fond memories I think that's why I love Halloween so much now yeah. as like I guess a young adult is mm-hmm. because I don't know like it was such a big deal always growing yeah, up definitely. and I love it but I feel like I, I remember the pirate one I have a picture of one from when I was in middle school that I did that is really funny um I was, like, very much a Tumblr person in middle school. And Me too. And I feel like... Weren't we all? <laughs> same time when, like, Alice in Wonderland, like, the live-action movie came out. Oh. And, like, all my friends were like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> so we're like, we're going to do a group Alice in Wonderland costume. Wow. But, like, the live-action one, right? I'm like, uh-huh. so I'm going to be the Mad Hatter, right? Oh, my God. So it's actually crazy. <laughs> this, picture's, this picture is embarrassing. We've, so <laughs> we've both dressed up as a Mad Hatter at one point in our really? lives. Yeah, we've, because when like I true. did theater so, when I was younger, yeah. I I was in Shrek and I was in the fairy tale ensemble. Oh my gosh! I was like in fifth grade yeah. and I was dressing up like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, I was the so Mad Hatter, cool. like a ten-year-old girl. That bonds people together. Oh my god! What is with everyone dressing up? My hair was crazy. This anyway. is essentially what my costume was. Ah. Oh my god! So I had this like I had this like massive top hat <laughs> that I think we got from like Amazon. That is crazy. And then this, like, crazy, like, orange wig. And then this, like, ribbon, this, like, scarf that I still have now. It's actually, that I would, like, like tied around my neck and then painted my face white with, like, with, like, purple under-eye bags. That's kind and of I a was, look. Like, but I remember I was so sad because, I forget what the actual costume was, but that was mm-hmm. the top half. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being so sad because everybody everybody thought I was a girl when I was going out trick-or-treating with all my Aww. friends. Like, How no. old were you? This was like 2015, eight years ago, 12? Wow. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I, um, I think it was also like 2015, 2016-ish yeah. when I was the Mad Hatter in Trek. It's just like sometimes it is like that. Um, it was the era. It yes, was the moment. Yes. Um, I've been a cowboy too many times to count. It's my favorite thing to dress up as. A cowboy? I love it. I have a cowboy hat, I have cowboy boots, I have a little bandana. So I cute. love throwing that on. I think I've been a cowboy every Halloween in college so far. Because, um, yeah, it was one last... Yeah, literally. But freshman year, I actually really liked my, ha- my Halloween costume freshman year. I was like, I'm going to be, like, Rocky Horror, like, mm. whatever. But I just, like, didn't have the things for it. So I just kind of looked like like Marilyn Monroe. Oh! <laughs> like, I just looked really... I don't know. That's funny. My freshman year, I, I had to come up with a costume, like, literally day of. Um, and I decided to be um, Regina George yes. from Mean Girls. Yes. But specifically, when she was... When she um got, she got like, hit by the bus. No, not when she got <laughs> hit by the bus, but when she um uh when someone tried to like cut out like the blue oh, holes yeah, in her she, shirt. Yes, iconic. That's and I was costume. like, I don't know like how I thought of that, but it was no, kind of like awesome. it was kinda like it was kinda like Regina from Wish, but oh, yeah. it was still kind of a look. I kinda yeah. slayed it not going to but lie. Hey, it's only it's only the start of the month. We still uh-huh. have so much time to think about our costumes and let it marinate. So we we'll keep you guys yes, updated. Because I don't do you have like any ideas what you're gonna no, be? Oh I oh I think so. My friend Claire is gonna be little boat peep and then mm-hmm. all of us are gonna dress up as little lambs. Oh. I thought you were gonna say that you're gonna be Woody, you're gonna be another no, cowboy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. Yes, but 
Thank you guys for listening today. Thank you guys yes, so much. We'll catch y'all next week. Um, hopefully, we'll be bringing some more Halloween stuff as we get closer, Yay! which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we'll have some guests on soon. And keep an eye out for the magazine when it comes out in a couple yes. weeks. Yeah. See y'all later.